0: Phoenix is arising, look into the eyes and the hearts of lions, minds like diamonds, souls are igniting, illuminating the nightin' when you awake you can't be frightening, world's out of whack, but we got your back, you're a part of the pack, now let those wings flap, Welcome fellow phoenixes to the Spiritual Phoenix Podcast, where we make a daily offering to the divine by putting our past on the pyre, searching the smoke for spirituality, adapting isolation into connection, and manifesting mental wellness. I'm your host, Ross Cessna, and I'd like to take a moment and uh, just focus on what we're grateful for today. Today, I'm grateful um, to be a part of the National Alliance of Mental Illness, or NAMI. I'm only a volunteer currently. I'm not a uh, paid member. But over the weekend, I went to a facilitator training to facilitate meetings for the uh, mentally ill. And that's been something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And uh, I didn't know where to start or how to get going. And it's finally coming to fruition to where I'll be able to start taking... um, more opportunities to help people. And talking to a newfound friend on Facebook and reflecting back, it made me want to talk about what today's episode's about, which is finding your life's purpose. And I have a quote um, that really sums up how I found my life's purpose, and I'll share a little bit about that. The quote is, Sometimes in tragedy, we find our life's purpose. The eye sheds a tear to find its focus. That was said by Robert Buralt. I hope I said that right. Um, And for me, I worked in the culinary industry from about the age of 15 till about the age of 31, um, on and off basically. And that was a really unrewarding career being a creatively minded person and having all sorts of limitations imposed upon me, and then also working for people who aren't necessarily necessarily familiar with the industry but own a business in it, really created a lot of tension and turmoil for me. Um, and when I first had my mental uh, illness really make itself prevalent, when I first experienced psychosis and things like that, I was beginning to pursue a career in writing and um, working online and things of that nature, and it really played into my um, psychosis. Even the first real attempt I took at uh, creative writing in non or, uh, science fiction, or fantasy if you will, uh, the story really foretold the upcoming events of my psychosis um, almost verbatim and when i got out of the psych ward in california and reread that story it frightened the shit out of me to be honest uh because it really said everything that happened not as extravagant as it was in the story but all the all the key elements were there and i deleted that story because it frightened me and i couldn't read it without getting extreme anxiety fear um and really it increased my paranoia overall so i wish i had it now in some regards but i realized at the time i couldn't and letting it go um, i really do firmly believe what i'm about to say too when you let certain artistic pieces go whether it be in writing um music uh art or anything like that it allows better things to come through in some regards and i've burned books of my poetry i've burnt art pieces that i did when i was psychotic that had negative energy I've scrapped songs that just weren't working out, um, and took it as a sign not to do it. Now, for some people, that won't make sense, and they'll think that I'm just a weirdo, and that's totally cool. You don't, you don't have to get me. I get me. I understand me, and it makes sense to me because I tend to always be rewarded with something that's more suited for what I'm trying to accomplish after letting things go that aren't meant for me. Now, as finding my life's purp, as far as finding my life's purpose. It really didn't become aware to me what that was, and I was really searching for it. And the thing that's funny about that is it's kind of like the more you chase after something, the faster it runs away from you. So for my life's purpose, I really just had to stop looking for it and focus on myself. Um, My newfound Facebook friend, who's also going to be uh, doing the audio editing for this podcast and is going to help me um by giving me some of his beats that he produces um for a new intro same lyrics but and also a new outro um those will be produced by joe g um it's j-o-g-e-e and he's also going to be doing the audio editing like i said but him and i were talking and uh He had said that he was asking his higher power, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, I kind of know what I'm supposed to do. Am I going the right direction? And my response to him was kind of like, your higher power is probably like, dude, you don't know? And it's one of those things where if you have to ask, you'll never know. And I kept asking, kept searching, and I got further away from it. When I really found what I perceived to be my life's purpose, um, It was when I stopped looking for it. It was when I started living and started doing the things that I wanted to do to progress my life. And then in a roundabout way, it became clear to me. What I had to do to progress my life, actually, was to get better. And in order to get better, I had to learn better self-care. I had to face my fears, too. That was another thing for me. My life's purpose was hidden behind my fears, my self-doubt, um, my self-loathing, all of those things, and I had to face my fears head on. I do that on a daily basis. Don't assume that I'm, I'm not a, I don't i am have fear still. I still do have fears. The thing is that I realize fear is false evidence appearing real, um, and granted, I still get carried away by it sometimes. I still get carried away by every emotion at some points. It's just to the extremity which I'm carried away by them. And so I had to face my fears. I had to face my self-doubts. I'm not good enough. Nobody will like this. What if people make fun of me? And the thing is, I realize now I am good enough at, at whatever I do because if I give it my best effort, then I've tried my best and that's all I can do is try my best daily at whatever I'm doing and realize that it's not going to be perfect. I'm perfect at being imperfect, and I don't even get that right all the time is one thing I'm fond of saying. Um, And then as far as, uh, I forget what the other thing that I listed was because I'm just shooting this from the hip. I don't have a script or anything written. But really, it took a lot of insight, not searching, and just living my life and pursuing the things that I wanted to. And the other thing that Joe G mentioned was uh, that he had this reoccurring thought that kept popping into his head that was his higher power saying to remove a certain thing from his life. And for me, that was certainly the case to where my higher power continually kept saying, would you be willing to give up smoking pot to pursue what you now know is your life's purpose? And I would continually say yes, and then I would go smoke a bowl or hit up the bong or uh, puff down a joint. And I wondered why I wasn't progressing. Now, for me personally, when I gave up smoking pot, opportunities presented themselves to me almost instantly in what I wanted to pursue as a career, um, which was helping people with mental health and drug addiction. And I shouldn't say career. I should say my life's purpose um my what I want to pursue pursue as a career is establishing a, a a base for my creative outlets this podcast would be one of the things I do the hip-hop or uh, the other music I make would be another one my art would be another one my writing would be another one um I'm kind of a multifaceted renaissance man in the arts outside of those things I I don't really know much. I don't know how to build a house. I don't know how to um, work on a car. But the thing is, there's other people that know those things and they may not know how to do some of the things I know. So there's there's a trade system. That's where bartering comes in, which I think is going to be um, revisited greatly in the future by our culture. Um, and once I gave up smoking the pot and those opportunities presented themselves as i mentioned earlier it became facing the fears fear of public speaking fear of sharing my experiences fear of uh people not understanding what i'm saying self-doubt that i wouldn't be good at speaking i could never perceive that i was good at public speaking i i thought that i didn't know what i was saying and the thing is when i was stoned i was horrible at public speaking i really wasn't good at thinking then either I think that drugs and alcohol are a plight for spiritual people because they really muddy the waters of your thoughts, of your life's purpose, and things of that nature. And there is a quote by Alan Watts that I'm going to paraphrase, but he essentially said, Everybody's in the stream of life. Some people are swimming against the current, and other people are going with the current. So they have the force of that uh of their of the divine source energy or whatever you wish to call it behind them and the people that are swimming away from it or into the current can't see where they're going the people that are swimming with the current can use the power of that current to help them a they can a see where they're going and b they can use the power of that current to get to where they want to be in that river because they have all that force behind them having been swimming against the current most of my life, I can really relate to that saying. There was many things where I tried when I shouldn't have and I should have kept going with it when when I stopped. As far as uh, where I'm at now with everything, I'm learning to turn that raging rush of that river and channel it into a tributary or Along the sides of the river where it's a little more slow and fluid because it was a great surge of uh, energy and outpouring when I finally found my life's purpose and when I started my recovery and when I really got serious about progressing myself as a person and expressing my experiences. The experiences that I had initially with psychosis and all of those things were horrible. They were shaming. I attached a stigma to them. Having the label of a mental illness is not something that's easy to deal with, let alone overcome on your own. Thankfully, I had people who helped uh, reduce that label by accepting me as I was. And in turn, I learned to accept myself as I am and identify that not all my beliefs are associated with my uh, mental illness. And also, when I say mental illness, I'm saying that because that's how our culture views it. I view it more as a, a spiritual ailment, if you will. And that curse actually became my blessing in many ways because I have the ability to heal people um, with my empathy, my understanding, and my lived experience of being in those situations. I know what it feels like to lose your mind. I know what it feels like to be uh, cripplingly depressed. I know what it feels like to have incredible amounts of mania and not sleep for days and have so many thoughts flooding your mind that. You don't even know how to sort them all. I, I know what that's like. I've um, been homeless, granted by my own accord, and I did have help from people. Uh, lots of people don't have those opportunities. I've lived a varied life. I know what it feels like to be incarcerated, so I know the joy of being able to just walk outside and see the sunrise or see the sunset when I want to. And those things were all bad experiences at the time. Now I view them as lessons or experiences and those are some of my greatest gifts because now I can share how I was there, how I overcame it, and how those things don't make you less of a person and how you can really share those experiences and be able to help other people in those situations after getting out of the psych ward i never wanted anybody to feel as isolated alone stigmatized um rejected from society minimized sympathized because sympathy is really not a, a good way to approach any situation feeling bad for somebody is kind of like looking down on them Empathy will put you right there in the trenches with them and say, I've been there. I can understand what you're going through. Empathy is a very, very good emotion. Um, I shouldn't say emotion, uh, trait, I should say rather. And I shouldn't bastardize sympathy either. It's just me personally, I don't want sympathy. I want people to understand me. And sympathy to me doesn't mean understanding. I don't mean to look down on sympathetic people because that's not correct at all either. And it's against what I believe. Um, I'm somewhat rambling at this point. So I think it's a good place to end it. Um, I want to thank Joji for doing the uh, sound for this and also allowing me the opportunity to use some of his beats for the new intro and outro. I also would like to say uh, check out my links below in the description, either on iTunes, on uh, this YouTube video, or on SoundCloud. And if you're seeing me, you can listen to me on iTunes or SoundCloud. Links are in the description. Um, Also, if you would like to be on this podcast, please shoot me a message on Facebook. Uh, Let me know what your story is kind of and where you came from ideally you should be somebody who has encountered some kind of struggle in their life and has overcame it or is overcoming it with a positive outlook uh, the main thing really is that you don't put anybody down you're at peace with yourself and you're at peace with humanity as a whole granted certain things are upsetting that other humans do but you really shouldn't have hate in your heart because Love is not in opposition to hate, hate is at war with itself. Finally, um, actually two more things. If you could please fill out the PodTrack listener survey listed in the description, that will help me get a better understanding of my audience. And if you would like to get paid to respond to this, there is a uh, link below where I would prefer that you sign up with your email because then it makes me a little bit of money. But if you'd like to get paid to write, use the link below. Um, also, I've been doing tarot card readings I'm going to build up a database of tarot card readings Where you can just kind of pick which one resonates with you that day And get a reading So that link will be posted uh, in the description as well With that, love and light I love, respect, and appreciate all of you Namaste you baby the you won't fly in case just eye through closed eyes it gets hard to see but you can't run away from gravity No, you can't run away